Hello, Flames fans, and welcome back to Lockdown Flames. Today's episode is probably the most Mondayest episode I have ever done, just recapping a bunch of bad news from over this weekend and previewing what could be another tough loss for the Calgary Flames. All that on today's episode of Lockdown Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team. How are you today? Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, where the games begin. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Flames your first listen of your day. Uh, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Odyssey, Audible, and of course, YouTube, free 99, wherever you get them. So why not? Uh, this weekend was just quite literally a tumbleweed of bad news. I feel like we've been watching a bunch of losses happen and then another domino falls and now we have to deal with that. And that would be Sean Monahan, his season ending early, two years in a row now, um, due to needing hip surgery. So I was at work when this happened, so I had quite literally no idea that this happened. Like I tweeted, oh, Sean Monaghan scratched because I, it's a random Saturday in April. Like, I don't think anything happening. And people are like, no, Jess, like he's on LTIR. And I was like, what did I miss when I go to work for a few hours and I don't play catch up like I normally do. So there was a press conference uh, with Brad Tree living on Saturday that seemingly came out of nowhere. And this was after Monaghan had missed practice and morning skate so eyebrows were a little raised but I don't think anybody went into it with this idea that oh Sean Monaghan season's ending um but it all came out you know and this time they didn't let him play through it so I I I do have to give them credit for doing the bare minimum here but uh he's 27 years old and having yet another hip surgery um, last season it was his right, and this one, this time it's his left, or vice versa. But one of the quotes, some or some of the quotes here, really got me. They got me going, and I know that they got you guys riled up on Twitter too, because we're all kind of on the same page here. Uh, Brad Tree Living said, "Sean is one that plays through a lot of stuff without telling people." Okay, why? Why doesn't he feel comfortable telling people that he's playing through injury? Have you thought about that? And then uh, this guy plays through a lot of things for people to question him. I think it's wrong. Number one, it's wrong <clears throat> for you as a general manager to kind of prop up a player for um, playing through these significant injuries. I'm sorry, but how many times am I going to have to say that's not healthy? It's not good. These our athletes. Sean is not even 30 years old, for God's sake. Like, he should not have <laughs> this many seasons coming to an early end due to injuries. And yeah, some guys just get bitten by the injury bug. 
But you know what? To have to need surgery and to be playing through it just feels like such a different level of concern for me. But they good. But good thing is that they they caught this. Sean went right to them and said, "I I, I need help," which is great. So thank you, Sean Monahan, because clearly you're listening to Lots Not Flames uh, for expert medical advice. Am I right? And that this is this is the quote that honestly like sent me over the edge. Most of the people out there couldn't play through a third of what he has, and he keeps it to himself. That's fantastic. You know what? I'm so glad that you, as a general manager, are creating an environment where players feel like. They're, you know, you're not enough if you don't play through your injuries. Oh, Sean Monahan has played through this. Why can't you play through that? Well, because, number one, uh, Trevor Lewis is not uh, is not Sean Monahan. Elias Lindholm is not Sean Monahan. No one else is Sean Monahan on this team besides Sean Monahan. And one thing that's frustrating to me is just kind of like hyping up a player being like, yeah, he's played through so much stuff. You guys, you wish you could do that. No, no. Like, yeah, of course, you know, I've gone to work where, when I haven't felt well pre COVID and have just kind of been like, yeah, you know what? Like I'm going to ride it out, but you know what? My job isn't as physical as playing hockey. And I know at the end of the day, yeah, my feet might be sore for wearing the wrong shoes to work, but I know if I take a day, I'll be fine. But Sean Monaghan's career is a lot more physically demanding than working my job. But what I don't understand is, like, I just, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I feel like I've talked about this, like, three times in the last three weeks. And I just, I have to say that this culture of, oh, he's so tough, he's so gritty, you wish you were him, No, I don't, because I don't want to be 27 years old bending down to pick up my cat and my hip locking up. Thank you. But I'm glad that they did catch it early. I'm glad that they said, oh, you know, we're going to call it quits here. We're going to send you to the orthopedic surgeon or whoever does hips. I'm I'm assuming it's orthopedic surgeon. Um, And just call it a day. And you know what? Rest, heal up, recover, and Hopefully we'll see you at camp, you know, like you have to take the bigger picture into consideration here. And that's at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. I'm sorry, but there's no if, ands, or buts around it anymore, especially when it comes to someone who as, who is as plagued by injuries as Sean Monaghan is. Coming up next, we are going to talk about more weaknesses exposed by the St. Louis Blues here on, uh, Locked on Flames. And before we do that, I wanted to pipe in with a few words from Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that everyone needs in their pantries because I think that they're just a great uh, snack to have on the go or uh, something to maybe replace a meal if you're not, you know, super hungry. But Built Bar is packed with protein. They are they taste like they shouldn't be healthy for you, but they are in fact very healthy. Uh, high in fiber, high in protein, low in carbs, low in sugar, you name it, uh, Built Bar is good for you. So you can head on over today and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order at Built.com. 
Locked on Flames continues. Thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. Make sure that you're subscribed and following Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. I sat down to watch this game Saturday night and was kind of annoyed because I had a feeling that this was going to be a game where it was just kind of one for one, one for one, like back and forth, back and forth. And for the most part, I was right about that because You know, the Flames went out there and allowed a goal within the first 90 seconds, and then they tied it up, then took the lead, and then the Blues tied it up, and it was just kind of like playing tennis, going back and forth. And uh, key mistakes were once again made in a game against a Western Conference playoff team, and that's not something you want to do. Like, you... At this point in the season, you should be playing a much more competitive and not deeper. Deeper is not the word I'm looking for, but well-rounded game of hockey that the Flames have just been missing. And I don't know what's going on there, but there were a lot of mistakes made. And I think the number one thing is Markstrom being mismanaged. I I was really, really, really hoping it was just, you know, a little, little bump in the road there that we were going to be able to smooth over. But it unfortunately looks as if, you know, his stat numbers, like he's allowing high numbers of goals, game in and game out. And I would just say that's because he's tired and he's worn out. They don't have a backup goaltender that they can trust. For whatever reason, Dan Vladar just hasn't started in quite some time. And it's very frustrating because, you know, you should be able to throw your, uh, you know, backup out there every once in a blue moon and say, hey, you know, Marky needs a night off here in net tonight. Like, it's not that difficult. And I don't know if this is just, you know, Daryl Sutter being set in his Daryl Sutter ways that, you know, you ride a goalie till they break, and I think Markstrom is at that point. But I don't know. It's April, playoff start in, you know, a few weeks, and we just aren't seeing what what we should be seeing from our goaltender. We I, The biggest cause for concern right now, I think, is Markstrom having enough rest for the playoffs. And... I just night after night after night is just that's not healthy. It's not sustainable for him. So I think that either he needs to, you know, go out there and lose a game like 10 to 1 and uh, really show Daryl Sutter that he's kind of over it right now. He needs a break or he is going to have to speak up and say, you know, I I need a break. I, I need I need a second to catch my breath here. And. You know, obviously it's not all on him. I think that's very, you know, understandable and reasonable to say. But one of the other pieces is the unsuccessful special teams. Uh, they, they're they just not capitalizing on these man advantages. And they are crumbling on the penalty kill. And it's not fun to watch by any means. I think that 
they have kind of slowed down a little bit in terms of taking unnecessary penalties. Do I think that they've like completely fixed that problem? Absolutely not. But, you know, it's just, it's going to take a little bit to kind of iron out those kinks and whatnot. But I just, I don't know what it is. That special teams both have been so hard to watch recently. And I don't know if we need to switch something up, if we need to, I I don't know. You need a good old-fashioned bag skate to get everybody kind of, you know, okay, if you want to play like you were playing when I came in, I'll treat you like how you were playing when I came in, and we'll just do some conditioning stuff. And the other thing here is, okay, I know people are going to say, you know, well, the Flames are, aren't shooting the puck. They, they are. They are absolutely shooting the puck and creating those high danger chances, but they're not always able to capitalize, which is frustrating to watch. It's not fun. And one of the things that I think that they need to do as a whole is just, I, I just shoot the puck. Like there's no reason to be overpassing. There's no reason to be just standing there and like waiting for someone else to, you know, turn over the puck or whatever, but go out there, chase that puck down, crash the net. Like, don't be afraid. You have to do what you have to do. And if you want to be seen as competitive, you need to get it together sooner rather than later. Because at this point, you know, it's, um, I almost said August. No, it is April 4th and we are crawling closer to the playoffs and games like that, the performance against the Blues was just not really one you want to see. This is a team sport. Everyone needs to be clicking together. Everyone needs to be performing at the same level. And then obviously, you know, you lose Monaghan, you lose Shillington, and you lose Richie. They've been lucky when it comes to injuries. I think that, um, you know, they're, they're norm, quote unquote, normal ones that you can bounce back from within a, you know, a few games. But I am not entirely sure what happened with Brett Ritchie in terms of the severity. Uh, obviously, Monahan's out. And as of right now, at noon on Monday, April 4th, I don't have an update on Shillington. So we're going to have to see. Uh, I would assume that the Flames are going to end up calling uh, calling up uh, Rizichka and I th- think it was... Valimaki. I think Valimaki might be the next one up, but it doesn't matter. Like you have to be playing at a level that is competitive and, you know, they have to find that 100% level again. And it's just been missing. And could it be because they are playing at home and this team is more successful on the road? I think that you know, obviously players like Andrew Mangiapane thrive on the road and he hasn't had a goal in 14 games, but I don't know. I don't know. I am not able to diagnose and fix this team. That is just Daryl Sutter's job. But as an outsider looking in, watching game after game, I think it is fairly obvious what the issues are. So we're going to talk about the LA Kings game coming up next. And before we do that, I'm going to talk to you about Bet Online. 
Bet Online has all of your sports betting needs. They have everything uh, to keep you covered, and they are your number one source for sports betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championships odds, podcasts, and reviews in for all the different leagues this season. Bet Online is continued is your continued source for all of the sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head on to the website today uh, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. One of the biggest things that I've noticed is the Flames. I don't want. They can't close out a game in sixty minutes. Like they can't do it. And it was the game against. It might it, no. It was Colorado. Um, I, it was the game before they played the Kings, and you know they had that final power play in like the last like minute and a half, and they could not get the puck between the pipes. And they just kept cycling it, cycling. No one was shooting. And I think that that is something that is an issue in terms of confidence. Um, We saw that actually a lot last year with Gaudreau. And now look at him. He has like 30-something goals. (laughs) And I'm just hoping that tonight the birthday boy, Andrew Mangiapane, comes through uh, since he loves scoring on the road and has just been an absolute force to be reckoned with on the road this season. He's gone 14 games without a goal, so let's let's see what he has to offer today because I think he could use a goal to celebrate his birthday. <laughs> Another thing that I really want to see out of the Flames tonight and just here on out is playing better defense. One thing I noticed is, you know, they'll stand in front of the net, and, like there'll be traffic there, but they're not doing anything to defend the puck. They're just standing there. Like they don't move. They don't try to block a shot. They don't try to, you know, bat the puck down. They don't try anything here. And it's very frustrating. And I think, you know, we've seen a lot of deflections this year come off of players like uh, Hannafin. He's the first one that comes to mind. I'm not picking on him, I promise. But I just, I don't want to see that anymore. I want to see a more solid effort and in, in trying to generate a giveaway, a turnover, something. Give me something. Um, none of this watching the puck fly by through traffic and everyone's just watching it and you're leaving your goaltender out to dr- hang out to dry. That's not acceptable. It's not fair. And it's just unrealistic to do. <laughs> like you just, you can't do that. You can't expect to win and go out and perform like Swiss cheese defense. That's not how it works. The Flames were outshot the last time these two teams met. So, you know, obviously you want to shoot the puck more. We've talked about this, but the last time they met, there was only a four, um, four shot difference. But I want, I just, I want to see more confidence from this team. Where is this team that we saw you know, uh, J- uh, January, February, really just December, no, like November to November and December, they were really like riding a high. And I want to see that team again, because 
they have the confidence, they have what it takes, and for whatever reason, they're just not doing it. And they have to really figure out a way to make the uh, LA Kings goaltender work. Because, I mean, I don't know who's starting tonight for either team as I'm recording this, but, you know, Markstrom deserves a little bit of a break here. Um, so keep keep them busy down at the other end of the ice. It's really that easy. Like, just keep shooting the puck. Cycle the puck, shoot it. Just keep, you know... Keep them busy the same way you keep your goalie busy during warm-ups. Just don't let up. You have to be relentless. You have to be a pest under their skin. And that's the thing with this team is there's a very fine line between, you know, taking unnecessary penalties, but then also being a pest. And I think I just, I want to see them work harder in that aspect because I just, it doesn't make sense to me why they can't win a game. <laughs> it's driving me bananas. Um, you know, Toffoli's back in L.A., so I'm sure it's going to be exciting and emotional for him and, you know, his former teammates and whatnot. But you just you got to keep pushing. I want, to, I want them to leave here, leave L.A. with a little bit more confidence under their belt and just – Figure it out because I don't know how much more of these Daryl Sutter facial expressions I can keep imitating at home while watching these games. And it's just so frustrating. Like this team has been so fun to cover and so many good things have come from this team this year. And then to have an entire episode just dedicated to the negativity is so annoying and so like because this team has so much more potential than to just be that like oh yes they've lost three in a row for the first time since January um this is you know they're very uh unlucky right now and then here's how here's how they're gonna get better no we should be talking about how this team has so many you know three 30 goal scorers on this team right now uh how Markstrom you know his stats don't really align with how good of a goaltender he is. But no, I we have to pick apart the negative because that's that's the reality of this team at the moment. And that's kind of the fun part of being a daily podcast is we can switch it up every day. You never know what you're going to get, especially from this Flames team. So tune in tomorrow for uh, another, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about the recap. We'll have more information about Brett Ritchie and Oliver Shillington. Uh, we will definitely figure out what what's making this team tick, what's what's killing this team, and of course, as always, um, subscribe to the show on YouTube. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, and you can follow me on Twitter at Just Belmosto. If you're watching on YouTube, it is right on the screen. Uh, tune into Locked On Kings to. Uh, you know, hear Sarah's perspective from the King side of things. And I will see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.